How many cars? 50. How many days? Three. How many in your crew? One, but I came here hoping to negotiate for a second. No way. It can't be done. I mean, you need time to prep, time to shop. You know that. It has to be. They're going to kill him. Welcome back to The Last Row. My name is Drew, and I'm here with my very good friend, Badway. How's it going? going on? On this podcast, we're going to watch movies that might not have been critically acclaimed, and we're going to try to find their silver linings. Yeah, we'll discuss what worked, what didn't work, and try to put our own little twisted spin on certain plot points, maybe recast, do something, you know, mix it up a little bit. So do you want to tell everybody what movie we watched this week? Gone in 60 Seconds. That's a, that's a fan favorite in my house. Yep, starring Nicolas Cage, obviously. Retired master car thief must come back to the street to steal 50 cars with his crew in one night and save his brother's life. Is that even possible? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Of course it is. It's, is it, it's possible to steal 49 and a half is what I know. I, I sound like the guy from Ancient Aliens. Yeah. Is it possible? Is it possible? Yes. <laughs> because aliens, it is possible. Well, before we get into the movie and the, and the plot and everything, let's talk about how we can get in touch, how people can get in touch with us. So... You can find us at thelastrowpodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter at thelastrowpod. Look for us on Facebook. Book. We're on Google+. Plus. Plus. If you like the movie or you like the show and you want to let us know what you think about it, you can leave us a voicemail. We have a voicemail line. I was lying. 415-779-LAST. That's 415-779-5278. LAST. Um, and, you know, if you're out there... Go on iTunes, leave us a, a star rating. A six-star review. Let us know what you think about the Seven show. Seven stars. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, don't forget to let us know what you think. But um, with that, let's just jump right into it. What? Um, what, did you, what did you think of this movie? Have you seen it before? Well, yeah. I mean... Who I've, hasn't? Right? Yeah. I've seen this movie maybe, maybe five times, and... This is this is not one of my favorite movies by any means, but I like that shows you how many movies I watch. I've seen this movie <laughs> five times, but I remember watching it. I believe I watched it in the theater. I was probably 13, 14 years old, I believe, yeah. you know, and I really liked it back then. Didn't think it was a masterpiece, but watching it now, this is the first time I've watched it in about, I don't know, at least five years. Do you own the DVD? I do not own the DVD. Okay. That is, but um, I do frequent it on TBS. It's a TBS and TNT classic. Yeah, it's a isn't TNT it? movie. It's a Turner Turner yeah. movie classic. There. Yeah. Yeah. I I've the first time I saw this, I think I I did not download it, but someone else did. Oh and yeah, yeah, sure. I, You're guilty by association. I did not buddy. download it, but somebody somebody else did, and uh, I saw it. I don't know, probably a couple of years after it came out. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I liked it. I thought it was a good movie, and like rewatching it now since you rewatched it. Did you like it any better or less than when you first saw it? I feel like I liked it more. Like, I don't know. I, maybe because I, I was overanalyzing it and I, I kind of saw the more more hilarity in it and more yeah. of the ridiculousness of it. I feel like I did enjoy it more than I did back then. I, I don't know. It was kind of one of those things where, yeah, I would watch, like you said, I would watch it on TNT. I would blindly watch it. I would watch it for seeds. But yeah. actually watching it fully through, I really enjoyed myself. I This was, when I first saw this, it was before Cage became Cage. True. Um, He was not fully uncaged if it wasn't you will. A, yeah, fully uncaged <laughs> he, he was not uncaged yeah, at this right. point um he the, still was a, a kind of an oscar winning actor if you yeah, will yeah well i mean it, it's, it's been a while since leaving las vegas between that and this movie what is it 
Well, actually, that was. I think it might have been like two or three years. A couple years, I yeah. think. So he's still riding the coattails of his Oscar winning He still had real hair. Yeah. I think we could go into detail about long, that. Long story short, he's not a parody of himself. Yeah. Not yeah. yet at not this yet. point. So, but this was yeah. the beginning of it. Yeah. Beginning of it. He was right. not in Ghost Rider yet. He no. was not in He, he was well on his way to it, though. Yeah. <laughs> he knew what he had to do. Yeah. He had a couple more houses to pay right. for. But, <laughs> so, uh, to me, this movie breaks down to the relationship between Nick Cage's character, uh, Memphis Reigns, and Kip Reigns, his brother, who's kind of a screw-up. Yeah, a total screw-up. The worst little brother you could possibly have. And by the way, Kip Reigns is a total little little brother name. (laughs) Like, who, like, what older brother is named Kip? It's always the little guy. Yeah, I, I mean... And the thing is, too, Rabisi, Giovanni Rabisi is the actor that plays Kip Reigns, yeah. which is, I don't want to say it's crazy to me, but he's kind of a respected actor, right? Well, sure. He's got, he's got crazy indie cred. I mean, he's, he's an actor, yeah. but in a kind of a lower level sense. So, yeah. I mean, we like to recast some of these movies, and we might get into that a little bit later on, but I feel like there's some comparisons we could make, but we'll save that for later on. Well, one of the things that that shows us that he's such a screw up is the beginning of the movie, right? I mean, there's yeah. this terrible opening heist where they're trying to get this car and they throw like a brick through a window or something yeah. and the alarm goes off. Yeah, it looks like their first time, right? It's total amateur hour. Yeah, it's his first time stealing a car, you would think. But we find out later in the movie that yeah. they stole how many? It was like yeah. they were almost halfway done so, with yeah, his he, job. He was trying to do the 50 cars thing before, like, this is the first attempt at him trying to do this job for this crazy mob guy, boss guy. And uh, it was like his, his, like, 30th car or something like that. Yeah. So if you're stealing number 30 with a brick through a window. <laughs> how did they get away with the first How did you get the 30? other 29 or however many? It's like, how did, they, how did you get that far? I don't know if they, like, just busted through the gates at these yeah. places, like, full on with a Hummer or something. Yeah. You but... would think they all got crazy wanted levels on GTA or something. Yeah, it's like, they... it's going nuts. He, he really is. So not only is he a terrible car thief. He's also a terrible brother. Terrible brother. He's a worse. He's a worse brother than a car thief. But he's an even worse son. He's a, a worse son. <laughs> Horrible uncle. He, yeah, terrible. Yeah. Uh, Nephew, I, not so bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I it to me, Kip is kind of a scumbag, and yeah. it, throughout this entire movie, we see how much of a scumbag he is. Like, I think there's another example between the two of them where. It's later in the movie, uh, we won't get into the detail, but it's like where Kip is being saved, obviously, by Cage's character, and right. they think that he's stealing his car, stealing his job, even though Cage saved his life. Right, yeah, he's delusional. Now, some would say, is Kip a lost cause? Most would say yes, but who says no? <laughs> his older brother, I mean, Memphis. It, the thing for me is, Memphis, uh, to me... I. He seems like a good guy. Now, obviously, he's a hardened, hardened criminal, as we found out later. Yeah. Um, or he had a criminal past. He used to boost cars all the he's time. He's not a murderer. I wouldn't no. say hardened. I mean, but did he murder? We don't know. In, in the past, maybe. Maybe he we did. Don't show us that you know, part. Water under the bridge. Yeah. But I, I mean, it's not as done. Uh, the movie shows us at some point in the beginning when he finds out that Kip is in trouble. He finds out that you know. He's got to come back and save his brother because his buddy Atlee comes out comes out to the the go kart track. Yeah, what that was he's he at. what was he doing before? Like he's retired, right? I, I think the thing for me is I'm wondering what the heck was he doing all these years after he quit this this gig of <laughs> boosting cars? Yeah, so they they show him teaching kids go karts. You know, 
running a little gas station, a little auto body shop, you know, just doing the normal thing. Does he have does he have a girl on the side? If he did, he left her pretty abruptly to go save his brother. <laughs> what do you think he's been doing all these years? Do you think he's been betting on go-kart races with like yeah. kids or oh, something? He, he's total total gambling situation there. Yeah, he's he kind of like swapped vices a little bit there. He definitely he's he's definitely into gambling. Stock car. He runs these little rigs like him and like maybe this other shady character he runs his business with. They kind of like do a little side bets on the kids. I could see that totally happening. I think the one thing that we realize is now that he's retired from car car thieving, carjacking, he has a normal haircut. Yes. As you'll see throughout this movie, how many guys have the haircut? I'm doing air quotes for people who can't see me Quote, right unquote, now. the haircut. The by, haircut. By the haircut, do you mean the slicked back grease monkey haircut? Yeah. Like, they just got done working on their car, and they rubbed their hair with the yeah. excess grease for, for a little bit of uh, a hair product there? Yeah. The answer is all. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> is that a requirement to get into the crew? You have to. Like, you have to. Actually, no, no, no. It's not a requirement, but it certainly won't hurt you. And... It's not going to hurt your cause. Major bonus points. So you, you pretty much have to screw up the other parts of the test. But if you walk in with that hair, it's like one, it's like one foot in the door and a couple toes. <laughs> well, so. long story short, Kip's in trouble. Memphis has to come back and save him. So they have to steal all these cars yeah. in, what, like two days or something? Yeah. Real quick. Another, another thing I like about these types of movies is um, the one guy, Altby, he comes in. He, an older friend of Memphis said, hey, Kip's in trouble. You got to come back. We got to do this job. And Memphis is like, no, I'm retired. And Opie's like, come on. And he's like, okay, okay, I will. You got to come back. It's like, it takes him two seconds to change his mind. Like, all right, I'll come back. I feel like if this movie came out after Fast and the Furious, like it's been like these movies have come out where you get that tagline. It would be on the bottom of the movie poster it would say one last job. Yeah. <laughs> Bring him back for one last job. This is a total one last job until the sequel. So. Yeah, gone in 59 seconds. Yeah, right. Or is it gone in 61? Gone in 61, 59. I don't know. Did they I go get, up or down? I don't fa- know. If they're faster. They're faster. It'd be, one, it'd be 59. It's one faster. Yeah, yeah it'd be one faster. <laughs> but they, they've got to get they've got to get the crew back together. And yeah. like I put the list together. So I put this list together of all the names and I want you to, I want you to tell me what you think of these guys. Right. Okay. So I've got like the crew separated into old guys and new guys. Yeah, so what? Half of these guys are Memphis, yeah. a.k.a. Nicholas Cage's old yeah. car-boosting buddies. Right. And the other half are Kip's younger Kip's brother, hotshot buddies that are just young, dumb, and full of you-know-what. As I like to call them, the amateurs. The amateurs. All amateurs. Right. Um, the first guy that... And, and the other thing that you'll notice in this is that how did they get some of these actors? Like, I'm gonna, I'll tell you who plays who, but Robert Duvall is the first guy. Okay, yeah. he's the guy that has this shop called Autos. Autos. You see, I love that because Autos, Auto is the perfect grease monkey name. It's <laughs> every mechanic shop in the world has an auto, has an auto in it. I guarantee you this. This is not for up for debate. It's a fact. <laughs> every mechanic shop Autos. has an auto. So Otto is the car restoration guy, and he is played by Robert Duvall, who's yeah. somewhat of an accomplished actor, right. yeah. I guess. Um, I don't know if this is a Jerry Bruckheimer film, yeah. so maybe... Maybe he owed him one. I yeah. don't know. Um, so he's the first guy. He He's the old guy. He kind of he doesn't really help them steal cars. No. He's just there drawing on the chalkboard. He's, he's the coach. Yeah, he's, he's the coach. He's the, coach. He's, he's the former yeah. pro. Do you think he was Cage's... Pro, like? 
Cage was his protege? Was he the original yeah, Memphis? He, he taught Cage everything he knows about car boosted. Yeah. He, and yeah. was he out there stealing cars before that, you think? Absolutely. Yeah, he was in the mix, too. Now, the movie doesn't say this, but it, it, it happened. I okay. mean, it's clear as day. So we, we, we got to wait for the prequel on that one. Yeah. Then you've got Angelina Jolie, who is this character named Sarah Sway, Sway. Wayland. It's a play on words. You get yeah. it? Totally got the nicknames going Sway. Kind of dirty, hot. Dirty, hot. Attractive, yeah. but not, but that, sort of. But that's what, that was Angelina Jolie's thing back then, is dirty, hot. Kind of, you know, little, you know, nasty haircut. She's got the grease monkey equivalent of the slick back hair for the female, which is the dirty locks. So... I don't know if she is a method actor like some of these guys out there, like, you know, the Jared Leto's, the Christian Bale's. Yeah. Do you think that she stopped washing her hair like a year in advance for this role? No way. Like, you know, do you think it's a wig? Or do you uh, think that's her real hair? I think it's got to be a wig. I feel like there's no way. I feel like she might have just went all in, just no, dyed it, and just this. This isn't a role to sink your teeth into. This is stealing fifty cars yeah. in one night. All right? You don't think she like lived on a hippie commune for like a year just to prep for this yeah. haircut? Like it looks so nasty. Now Bale would have, but I don't know about her. I mean this this looks like and and this is one of the gripes of the movie I have is that this character is so underdeveloped that I feel like they threw it in last minute. I feel like she filmed her scenes in one day. Do you, would you date Angelina Jolie looking like that? Yeah, probably. You would? But I'll take anybody. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest here. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not choosy. I don't know. See, I got to tell you, like, I don't know if if that would do it for me. I'm not into that haircut. I just, I'm no. not really into that. Well, you, you like your women clean cut. Yeah. You know? I mean, I don't know. I just. It, you like a proper woman? And I had a thing for Angelina Jolie back then. I got to well, tell sure, you. sure, we all I, did. I mean, I guess we all did, right? But I, I kind of liked her, and that haircut, it just it started the little bit of me not liking her anymore. No, yeah. I don't know. She had to play the role, man. She yeah, had to play the role. She, she embraced that's it. That's a wig, though. There's no way she let her hair get that dirty, because that's nasty. <laughs> I, I, you're saying wig, I'm saying no wig, but I don't know, whatever. We'll have to leave it to the internet <laughs> yeah, to find out. Yeah, We'll have to look that up. If there's only a way, we if, can look this up. If there's a wig... If there was a wig, do you think it was for sale on the goldencloset.com? If it was for sale, uh, consider consider a bid on, all right? <laughs> I, I will buy that for you yeah. for your birthday. 500 or under, it's mine. Yeah. Uh, so then we've got, I, I we talk way too long about her, but whatever. There's a bunch of other people here that don't matter. You've got Atlee Jackson, <laughs> who is Will Patton, the racist coach from Remember the Titans. Oh, yeah. Um, he He's the guy that actually goes to Cage and says, hey, your brother's in trouble. Yeah, so he he's not part of the team. He was an old crew member, right? Yeah. But now he's working for the bad guy, Kalitri, who we'll yeah. talk about in a bit. He's kind of like, but he's on their side. He's rooting for them. It's but such he, a weird relationship, yeah. isn't it? He has to deliver Kip if they don't steal the 50 cars by the allotted time to this bad guy, Kalitri. But he's rooting for them. He wants them to succeed. I feel like that's like having a mole. Like you're, you, you're the coach of yeah. a football team. Like, you're really an Eagles fan growing up, but you wind up getting a job well, with Dallas. If you think, yeah, you think about this guy, yeah, he's just a hired goon. So he doesn't care about the outcome of this. Like, if if this guy, Kalitri, the boss, gets his money, what does Altby care? He's not getting any kicks back. He's just getting his regular hourly wage. So yeah, he wants I, his friends to live and succeed. I, I like to I like to know whether he would actually have delivered him had he not stolen the 50 I, I like that analogy, though. It's like playing for the Cowboys, but yeah. you're an Eagles fan. It's yeah. like he's an Eagles fan, but he's playing for the Cowboys, so he 
probably like, doesn't want to win. Is he sticking his foot out there like yeah. uh, Mike Tomlin there, yeah. trying to try to block the the touchdown he's, return? He's tripping kick returners. Yeah, he's, yeah. Doing what, he's doing whatever it takes on the sly. Yeah. So then you've got Chi McBride, which I call fake Bernie Mac. Is it Chi or Chai? Chai I don't know. I, I say Chi, but I'm just it chai, doesn't matter. Chai. I'm just for old personal curiosities. Shy. Shy McBride. Shy McBride. <laughs> C-H-I, Shy. Uh, who, his name is Donnie. Yeah. He's just, I don't know, he's just a car instructor, I guess. He's driving yeah, Asian women he's, he's around. He's just there to fill out the roster, basically. Total racist scene where he's, like, driving the lady to, like, get her driver's license. And yeah. she's, like, hitting everything down yeah. the street. Ha ha, Asian woman can't drive. Total racist move. Yeah, very, very tropey. I, I laughed, um, though. I yeah, laughed. it was funny. I laughed. Uh, yeah, it was funny. And then you've got Vinnie Jones, who is the morgue attendant, who does not talk. Yeah. He's kind of this just big hulking bruiser guy it's that got a everyone's cool scared of. What was it? Sphinx. 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 Yeah. That's kind of a badass yeah, nickname. has got a badass nickname. Yeah. Um, so that's the old crew. Yeah. Okay. So I think they're pretty good at what they do. They're all mostly retired. Um, then you've got this new crew who's just pretty crappy. The amateurs. I mean, who yeah. who leads them? It's it's Kip Rains. Kippy. Kipper. He's like a lesser version of Memphis. Yeah. And you've got Scott Kahn, who's Tumblr, the Tumblr, tough guy. The tough guy, the boxer type, as they say in the movie, the boxer type. Yeah. I mean, he's he's kind of the Vin Diesel, if yeah. you will, in he's this movie. Muscle. Yeah. Except he doesn't really have a role. He's just a guy. He's just a, yeah. You, just because you're tough doesn't mean you can steal cars. Yeah. Then he's got then you got Mirror Man, who's just this guy with glasses. This guy. I don't think he was in anything after this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or at least movies that were in my wheelhouse. Did, I don't know. Did it ruin his career? Yeah, it, well, it didn't even start it. Like I said that... Uh, you so think I, he got paid for this movie, or was, yeah. he, was he an unpaid intern? You know? <laughs> he was an intern. Yeah. I said uh, Chi McBride is fake Bernie Mac. To me, this is fake Mos Def. <laughs> he, he looks just like Mos Def to me, like or whatever his name is, Yassine Bey or now. Uh, Mos Def. So, Mos Def. Uh, then you've got the guy from Donnie Darko, the uh, guy who was the bunny. Yeah, it turned out to be the rabbit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Fred. Uh, and then you've got Toby, who's this young buck who just doesn't really know anything except technology. He's a tech guy. But yeah. for a guy that knows technology, they didn't really use a lot of technology in this movie No, they at did. All, did, they? did they? No, they did it. I mean, they went out of their way to talk about, oh, we got the tech guy. He's going to do tech stuff. Yeah. He didn't do anything. What did he do? He hacked into the DMV. That was it. And like, yeah, they, they got like addresses on like 20 cars or something. Maybe less. I don't know. And after that, it's just him. Just, just being there in the being background, terrible too. And he got a, and he got shot accidentally. One like an time. amateur, yeah. So he was he was there for nothing. I want you to tell me about the cops because I know you have particular feeling about these guys. So the, so the people that are against Memphis here and their crew are these two cops, this buddy cop duo. You have Detective Castleback played by Delroy Lindo. <laughs> what a fake name! And you got Detective Drycough. Which is a horrible name. What's they don't he doesn't even have a first name in this movie. No, they just call him Dry Cough. Listen, I say they're they're doing him dirty. Timothy yeah. Oliphant. He's way too good Not of an fair. actor to be yeah. a guy without a first name. So yeah, the other guy, the young guy is Oliphant, who has like two lines the whole movie. And his only his only lines are to basically like like be the comic relief or kind of like prod the older guy, yeah. uh, Castlebeck. He probably has like ten lines in this entire yeah. movie. And he he's the guy that has he has the source. Yeah. The guy who was like, they were cornering him in the bathroom or some weird crap like that. Yeah, they, they got intel on some on some past criminals to try to give them the inside info. But yeah, so Detective Castlebeck 
is kind of the worst cop in the history of the world, isn't he? <laughs> He's pretty terrible. So he was chasing Memphis way back when, way back in the day when Memphis was in his heyday. When was, he had slick yeah, back hair. Yeah, when he had slick back hair, when he was Memphis. Memphis effing reigns, all right? So he'll steal any car. So Memphis retired, pulled the rug right off from Castlebeck. Castlebeck could never bust him. <laughs> Could never bust him. Now that now that he's back, Castlebeck is all over him. He's the white whale, man. He's like, I know why you came back. You're here. You're here to do a job, and I'm going to get you. I'm going to bust you. Don't think I don't know what you're doing. What if he was just there to say hi to his mom? No. He's no. in for Thanksgiving. He's He's got these instincts. He's a detective, all right? <laughs> a terrible detective. Detective Castlebeck. The worst detective yeah. ever. So he basically shirks all of his police duties just uh, fouls up murder investigations. He's tripping over people just to try to get Memphis. Was it like there's that scene where the cop was in there and it was like the FBI or like yeah. some type of federal marshal. They're trying to get Kalitri yeah. and they were talking about how he's encroaching. Yeah. So yeah, he doesn't care. He's trying to get Memphis. I'm pretty sure that he was on like a murder case or something that they didn't say this. This is my own personal thought. Yeah. Is that he was probably on some other murder case. And he was using his, his police time to track Memphis when he should have been tracking his murderer. That's probably what he was. This is the kind of cop we're talking about here. Personal vendetta. Can't let this one go. So so this duo, this buddy cop duo, which I actually like, even though they're horribly acted, it kind of seems like like a USA comedy, doesn't it? I feel like it's exactly that. Like, Castleback Castle Castle, and Dry Cough. Ca- you know? On Sunday night at yeah. 7. Cat, yeah, it's just it's it's they're they're like every scene with the two cops in it are kind of like different than any other scenes in the entire movie, but I still kind of like it even though it's bad. They even look like they're shot differently. Yeah. Like they were trying to make a TV movie and yeah. they decided to use it for this movie. Or Some of the shots are like even the directors like it's kind of like looking up at them sometimes yeah. from the ground up. And it's like it's really strange. Like I don't I don't I don't understand what they I, did there. I think the thing is too and. Delroy Lindo, I I don't think he's been in much. I think he was in some. He was in a cop show on TV. I feel I think. like I've seen him on random TV shows, one off episodes it was here like or there, USA or yeah. something. He he was on something, right? Well, and I mean, he just he rushed through his lines so bad, and his pay. I'm not an actor, okay? I am yeah. not an actor. Sure. I'm the the furthest from a professional actor, you, okay? You sure? I I could see you, <laughs> I, but I do feel like. You could be the tech guy. I could act in, in Kip's crew. I'll be the. I'm gonna hack the mainframe. Yeah, you can hack some mainframes. Open a open a socket, yeah. as they would say in 24. Let Let's open yeah. a socket. You could open a socket or two in your day, Chloe. Back yeah. in the day, I used to yeah. open open a socket. But I, I think that this actor races through his lines. The pacing is oh, yeah. off. Like I. I mean, we'll talk about recast because I have a list for you of people that I would rather see in this role. Yeah. I think that could they could better. have done better. Yeah, and I like this movie. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, and I don't want I don't want to spend the whole time bashing this guy, but no. I feel like there's there was some questionable acting in this movie, and it's one of its flaws. But more than anything, this Detective Castleback character, the, the lines, some of the important lines and like little uh, little kind of speeches he gives, he rushes through them like it's nothing. Like, hey, I know why I came back. Brother's love is a brother's love. <laughs> Go on, get out of here, Memphis. Like, and this is the, this is the actual pace this guy is doing right now. And it's it's just it kind of like we turned your head at a serious point in the movie because like is, is that guy is there's, that like the first take? There's a couple sound clips. We'll post the videos on, on the on the post with this podcast. I, there's like a couple YouTube videos that we could point to yeah. that are just perfectly illustrating. Yeah, the and, point and the that ones the one scene where he first sees Memphis back in town. Yeah, it's such an odd paced scene, oddly paced scene. 
that it's i feel like they took one take and they were like all right that, that's it that's good enough I, you know what Next. though as bad as he is i feel like he kind of made the movie for me a little bit i liked him and to me he's one of the silver linings um i just i kind of like him yeah no um, yeah i enjoyed the hell out of him but to be real he not, not he so wasn't good. that great not so good yeah um the bad guy the bad guy Ooh. raymond the Carpenter. Now, talking about pe- people I love. Doesn't that sound like a wrestler? The Carpenter the Carpenter. <laughs> he like, Are he you like kidding Jim, me? Like Hacksaw. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he comes out and, and he puts him like, he comes out with a two by four or yeah. like a buzzsaw no, or he's, something. He's got like a, like he's got like a table leg. Like a, <laughs> a, a, a freshly crafted table leg. Or he walks out with like yeah. a wooden chair. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and he smashes it yeah. over the guy's head. It's beautiful. Like, at SummerSlam. Yeah. Instead of the steel chair, he's got the wooden chair. <laughs> oh my! Here comes the carpenter. That's what I see. Yeah. Like I, I see him. The wooden, the wooden table yeah. leg. That's perfect. Oh no, yeah, his, his finisher is the buzzsaw. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's all. Good. My God, we yeah. could write the whole thing here. Yeah. No, he, he. So, where does he rank in terms of like aliases with that name there? I mean, no, it's the I, carpenter. I love the carpenter. See, here's the thing about this guy, and what I was thinking of this this current time I saw this more than anything, I was thinking about Kalitri more. Yeah. This guy, so he's got what? It's kind of like a British. What, what kind I of accent? British, is it? I guess. He, I think he's British. British he's got a British accent. Really tough. Really yeah. tough guy. He's got the brass knucks. Talks a big game. He's got the goons on his side. He's a really small guy yeah, too. He's, he's pretty he's tiny. A little small. He's but that's tiny. what I like about it. He's really <laughs> tough for such a small guy. He, he talks tough. He's like a right? leprechaun to me. He looks like a leprechaun. Yeah. So there's a scene where he walks Memphis into his lair. It's like, like what is that place? It's like a junkyard. It's it, like it, and it's like a steel mill. It's like all rolled into one. Like, step what into is my that? office. Yeah, step into my right? office. So he brings him into his office area, and he explains to him how he's this carpenter. He makes these wooden art pieces. Like he's got little calitries all over his all over his lair there. <laughs> How much does a calitri right? go? Right, you know, for? probably five grand. He's got like price tag on him, I bet. Does he go to like craft shows on the weekend sure. and sell these things? Absolutely. He goes to flea markets, you know, little calitries. I do feel like it says a lot about a tough guy that he can work with his hands yeah. intricately like that. Like right. he will build a coffin yeah. to put your brother in. Yeah, he did that. He he had a coffin. Literal <laughs> coffin. He said, listen, I'm going to put your brother in this thing that I made. I mean, <laughs> you don't bring me these listen, 50 cars. Is that is that one of the most, like, badass moments of, of a movie? Like, I feel like that moment flies under the yeah. radar in movies. It's one of the toughest things I've ever seen. It really was. And coming from such a small guy. Yeah. And the fact that he's, like, this, this meticulous woodworker. <laughs> and... <laughs> I'm so yeah, no. So the fact that he's such a meticulous woodworker, and it's like they kind of look like I don't. I'm not a very big art guy, so like for lack of a better word, Picasso looking type wood, you know, where it's kind of like all over the place. Like there's like a there's like an arm sticking out, and there's a leg sticking out here. It looks like a seat, but it's really like a helicopter. I don't know, you know, like what I mean? abstract. Yeah, very abstract. That's the word I'm, I'm missing here. It's kind of like it. This guy's freaking nuts, isn't he? That's what it makes you think like. I think it's awesome that he's a carpenter and he's also like a world-class criminal that murders people. It's just the combination of that is hilarious. And the fact that he actually shows Memphis the, the, uh, what's it called? The, the casket that he made for Kip. He shows him a casket and he's like, I'm going to put your brother in this. How badass is that? Absolutely. This guy to me is up there. And I feel like we're talking about silver linings in movies to me, like this guy 
he wasn't in it enough, no. I don't think. He was in the beginning and the very end, and that's it. I feel like he definitely should have been in this movie more. movie would have been ten times better if with I more Kalitri. Re- yeah, if I could rewrite this movie, I would add more scenes of him. And, and I know that it wasn't about him, Yeah, but I felt like I did enjoy this movie, but he was definitely part yeah. of it. How about this? What if, like, spitball here. They're, they're stealing these cars this night, right? And then, yeah. So they're bringing them in, bringing them in, like maybe car 23, 24. They show a scene where they drive a car in. Even if it's just Kalitri sitting there, like heckling them while they're bringing in. You better bring me that 50th car. <laughs> You're running out of time, assholes. Like, you know, something. Just give me give me a one-liner. Give me something. I need more Kalitri in my life. Yeah, I think I think that for me, I, it could use more Kalitri. Yeah. I, that's what I think. But I do like it. Um, and, and I think he was part of my favorite part of the movie, if that makes any sense. Um, on, I'm going to ask you on a scale of a final boss rating. Okay. All now, right. And this takes into a lot of accounts on a final boss rating. I'm going to, I'm going to create a scale for you. Okay. Okay. All right. Like one or zero is we'll Vigo go, the Carpathian. Yeah, we'll go one to 10. All right. I'm so. going to relate it to other, other yeah. villains in movies. So I'm going to relate it to Vigo the Carpathian. Okay. Kind of, kind of a, a better idea than an actual villain. And yeah. I, I'm a Ghostbusters yeah. fan. I better, like Ghostbusters yeah. too. Better in presentation than execution. Yeah. I agree execution, with you. Execution. Yeah. I mean, he needed a baby to execute his right. plan. He, he couldn't even get the baby. He was himself. In, he was in a goddamn painting. Yeah, for, I mean that, <laughs> that's for the whole movie. All right. As I am literally looking at a picture of yeah. Vigo sitting right next to you. For the people who cannot see this, there is a painting of Vigo right next yeah, to Bowie. You have right the now. poster. I mean, I have it. Right. I love Vigo, and I we we're, we're huge Ghostbusters yeah. fans, as you, as you guys will know. But yeah, he. Great idea, but when he stepped out of the painting, he was gone in like two seconds. Yeah. He was defeated. That picture of him, oh, like pushing the broom, always ruins it for me. Yeah. The actor, like he's <laughs> he's brooming the, <laughs> the sidewalk. Oh man. <laughs> um. So anyway, sorry. I got. I I I digress. So he's one. Is yeah, it the worst? He's a one. I don't really have anything in the middle. So yeah, we'll figure one, it out. Ten. Who but would be 10? ten. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Arnold Schwarzenegger as. Terminator One, interesting, right, because so. he does not stop. He's so relentless. So not T One Thousand, who is just as formidable. I like T One Thousand, but that was with computer graphics. Arnold is uh-huh. it, he was the original, the OG. Like he would not right. stop until he got you, until he got crushed in like a machine. T One Thousand might be nine point five though. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. he's up there. I, I actually think that he's probably tougher. But yeah, you got to go Arnold. Arnold, Arnold will punch your head off. Yeah. So where does where does Kalitri rank on this scale to you in terms of like? How much fear does he put in somebody? You yeah. know, like how crazy is well, he? Here's the thing. And what ruins it for him is that while I am afraid of him, I would be stammering if I was talking to him. Yeah. Nick Cage is like making fun of him to his face the whole time. <laughs> yeah. In the beginning and the end, up until what he tells him he's going to kill him. He's making fun of him. So that he loses points for that. I don't know. If, is he like, because he's two feet taller than him? Like, yeah, I, it has to be. You know, it's funny. Like, I, I'm just imagining him. Like three feet, sh- three feet shorter than he actually is. Yeah. I mean, they, they they gave him lifts, and he's still short, right? So are we are we talking about like yeah. a Freddie Prince Jr. situation yes. where he's like on. They got to give cute for Sunderland, like to yeah. make him take his yeah. shoes off. Yeah, he seems just so short. Couldn't work with this guy. That's why he wasn't in it much, right? <laughs> no. So the fact that Nicolas Cage just like just makes fun of him, the, the only scenes he's in, so that drops him to at least a four, right? Yeah. The fact that he isn't in it much and he's not there to uh, to menace them drops it down to maybe a three. But what did you say? You told me this right before we. Yeah. What, was, what was your favorite thing about him at the end? My at his favorite. Demise? My favorite thing. Okay, so 
for the in the last scene of the movie um obviously we're going to spoil it for you because we're talking about this whole movie in no, detail wait, no there's still people from <laughs> yeah 16 years ago that haven't seen this movie yet stop, hit stop and then go watch it and then yeah. hit play again um but my favorite part of of his character was that the guy was at the very end he's falling off the ledge after cage kind of pushes layer. him off and <laughs> and yeah in the in the layer yeah. um it, it's kind of in the wood shop it, it's kind of an interesting scene where he falls kind of like a bitch. Yeah. But he got like drop kicked off yeah. the thing by cage. I mean, he should have had a little bit more awareness. Yeah. I know. He, he didn't even, <laughs> he has no peripheral vision. This guy. Okay. Yeah, like yeah. he was staring at him and cage walked at him like on the side, pushes him over the edge and he starts falling. But what does he do? He pulls that gun out and yep. he goes, bang, bang. <laughs> He's going to get you. Yeah. He's falling and he takes the last shot. I like yeah. it. If I'm going down, you're coming yeah. with me. As he's falling to his demise, he yeah. shoots up a, a desperate, total desperation move that maybe peg Cage on his way down. I feel like wherever you, you gave that. him, I got to give him a plus one. Got to respect that. And All the right. fact that he fell into his own All coffin. Right. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll give him a three. Let's give him a half point. All right. Three, three and a half. Three point five on the 10 point villain scale. On the, the, villain on the scale. final boss scale. The final, the final boss scale. <laughs> So in that in that mode, but had had so much potential though. He did. I feel like they could have used him. Yeah. And maybe Mis- if misuse. they if maybe if they made a sequel, yeah, like it's actually written that that coffin was like a trap door that yes. he fell into because we never saw him get pronounced at the scene. Yeah, right? he landed in that coffin he built, which uh, he total built irony. It. Yeah, he, he could have put a springboard. He in there literally or dug his own grave. Yeah, so. <laughs> That's too awesome. Yeah. So that was possibly the strongest character in the whole movie, and they, and they didn't have enough of them, so that was unfortunate. I agree. Another question for you about actors in this movie. Yeah. And kind of playing off what we said about the detectives and, and the cops and... The buddy you know, the, the, the USA yeah. the USA Network special. Yeah, the USA yeah. Network special. Castlebeck. Castlebeck. <laughs> the, the, the show would be Castlebeck, because Drykoff wouldn't even get yeah. billing in that. They would rotate him in and out. Yeah. Um, what, Castle what's Pink. worse? Okay. What's worse for you? Delroy yeah. Lindo's acting or detective Castlebeck's like police abilities. I don't, Ooh. I don't even know how to say it. Is it police work? Police his, abilities? His, his policing? Po- his policing. <laughs> his policing. What's worse to you? His, his officiating. Yeah. What's worse? Wor- <laughs> what's worse to you? His officiating or, or the actor's no. acting abilities? I mean, I, I thought he was pretty bad in this movie. I mean, <laughs> And he had good lines, and he didn't do them well. And I, so, having said that, the police work is worse. Yeah, he's he's getting in the way of of building Kalitri's murder case just for some Grand Theft Auto, which is a bull. <laughs> because he has a personal yeah. vendetta. You know, he's working that he's working the Charleston murder, which isn't a real murder. I made that up. You know, he's working <laughs> that murder, and he's just totally shirking his responsibilities to go. Fan his is just go feed his rivalry his with, ego, yeah. with Randall Raines, you know. It's just total shoddy police work. He's goes on a high speed chase the whole like the, <laughs> through the, the city. The, the the twenty to thirty minute chase at the end of the movie, he's putting lives in danger. After he's they chasing, told, just let him go. After they told him to stop, yeah, like they're dude, you're messing this murder case yeah. up. Just let the dude go, and like. People people died in that chase. It's Innocent one car. People died in that chase. It's just, just Eleanor, yeah, man. Let him go. You know where he lives. You'll get him later. I I don't know. I I feel like it, he's a terrible actor. And like, but like we said before, not to beat a dead horse, he kind of made the movie for me because it, yeah. it was it, it was endearing a little bit. I still loved his work. I yeah. Did. So maybe he did. You're a, good a fan. Job. So you're so you're a fan. Yeah. What if it was calculated? He knew what he was doing. Yeah. It could be part of the movie's charm. I don't know. 
what's uh, what's the probability that they'd actually be able to pull this off too like i think we did the math on it right yeah i mean what what is it so if if they have a full so originally they were given 48 hours no they they were given like, four days se- yeah 72 hours three were, days i think three days yeah three yeah. days but they spent a lot of time wasted yeah. on like recon and just hanging out yeah having like a picnic or, or a beer on the on the porch yeah so when memphis first met kalitri kalitri basically told him you got to do this job for me or your brother's dead i'm going to kill him you can't buy me off you have 72 hours get the hell out of my office basically whatever <laughs> get out so of my Reyes shop. goes home he goes visits his mom has kip cook a breakfast by the way kip ruins breakfast <laughs> another screw up that's move <laughs> so gets He's breakfast calls up the crew and all of a sudden it's like there's like 24 hours left until we got to steal these 50 cars. They They're really, like, oh, don't worry about it. We'll do it all one night. They really dragged their feet too, yeah, right? Totally I mean, dragged their feet. They gave some BS excuse of, well, we we can't do it before that. It's not feasible because we got to do them all in one night so that by the the time the first one's reported stolen, the last one's yeah. riding on the, on, right, on the, yeah, on the that's boat. That's the way they put now, it. So poetic. That's to justify the fact that they wanted to waste time yeah. for two days planning. No freaking way. You could have stolen cars at night multiple days well, yeah I, whatever and and they so they they had to basically steal two cars an hour assuming that they have a full 24 hours which they yeah. didn't because you said it to me before we started recording yeah. I, what did they they, didn't they started start. at night of the last night so they had like 14 hours so i mean originally i had said okay for if they have a full 24 hours to steal and deliver cars they got to do two per hour the only people stealing were cage Joe Lee, tumblr rabisi fake bernie mac Mirror Man and Sphinx. Seven. So what is that? Seven. Seven. So seven people stealing fifty cars means they have to steal what seven each? Yeah. It's per ridiculous. person. But they were working in like pairs and, yeah. and trios. So that means that what if you double that? It's fourteen each. Fourteen cars. In how many? I don't. I don't think that that's possible. No, it's a pipe dream. But Total. it's a movie. Yeah. And hey, we liked it. Anyway. When you're the best, man. When you're the best, you got Memphis Reigns. Memphis did it. How about how about when um so when the, they're getting ready to start. The whole the thing, right? Yeah. They got their crew together. They got their plan mapped out. Yeah. They're ready to go out the door. What happens? So the old guys start getting in the flow, right? Memphis, they have this routine. Put on the boom box. Was it Lowrider? Yeah, Lowrider. Lowrider starts playing. What does Memphis do? Puts on the leather jacket. He takes it out of the box. Takes it out of a box, puts on the leather jacket. He was Randall Reigns. But when he puts on that leather jacket, he's Memphis. <laughs> he becomes him. He it's becomes, like a costume. Yeah, he becomes Memphis Reigns. And I, I really, that was interesting. I really wish he would have slicked his hair back. Yeah. Oh, I, I really wish he would have slicked back. his hair That's back. Total flop. But you know that he had that written in his contract. My hair's got to be this yeah. way. Because every movie, his hair is like a certain way. It's got to be perfect. I, Nick Cage's hair has evolved yeah. to like an animal on his head or something. <laughs> like I, I'm willing to bet like he has like a wig cap on underneath yeah. and he wears wigs all I the time. I feel like I feel like you need to flesh this out. This this should be a research project for you. We all can right. post it on our website. I promise I will do that at I, some point. We'll, we'll probably be doing a lot of Nick Cage movies yeah. over the, over the course of this thing. So. That's your job is to research this hair thing and get something to get something uh, substantial to, on paper here. Speaking of Cage, what what's the possibility of a Cage and Jolie romance Ooh. like on the set of this movie? A little loving in the trailers. Yeah. I mean, in real life, in like real life. in real life, like were they were they in the trailer hanging out? Yeah, you know, you like, know what? Hanging out. You would you would think it's yes, but it's uh, it's a hard no. You don't think so? It's a hard no. Not even a chance. She's not into that. She's into the bad boy, the dirty bad boy. Like right? the Billy Bobs? Yeah. 
Yeah, I, mean, I guess she, she was. She wore the Billy literally. Bods. And if you're not a dirty bad boy, you got to be hot. Like, like Brad Pitt. Like Brad Pitt. Yeah. Cage is not a bad looking man. I could say that. <laughs> but he's he's not like, first, he's not dirty. He's kind of weird hot, right? He's like a regular looking dude. Yeah, he's weird hot. He's he's regular dude. <laughs> he's regular dude good looking. He's not, I, I take back hot. He's not hot. <laughs> so you don't think Nick Cage is no, hot? No, he's not hot. He's regular. <laughs> he's regular good looking. He's movie star. Okay looking. He's had professional yeah. professional yeah. attention, right? Yeah. He's not a beast. So you don't think there's any chance that no, they're hooking you think? up? You think? I I think that maybe just one night when they were done rehearsing that scene after she like straddled the clutch <laughs> yeah. or she straddled the stick in the in the car where they were like trying to hook up with that car. So so she was thinking about it. He was thinking about it. it Who was, makes the move? Yeah, Who bangs I, on whose trailer? I think I think she did. Yeah, because she seems like she's got she's gonna get what she wants. She'll hit it and quit it. He'll yeah. want he'll want more. He, and she'll be like, no, had mine. I could see him falling in love with her. Yeah, but I feel like she just needs to just. She have wanted a time. to get it out of the way. Yeah, yeah. She she needs to could, build the chemistry. I could respect that. Build the chemistry, so I to can, speak. I can respect that. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I maybe we should talk about our favorite scenes. Like sure. I, I think I had a few favorite ones. Um, the first one I'll, I'll say is I loved the scene where Cage walks in to buy the Ferrari. Oh, or he he's trying to scope Ooh. out the Ferrari dealership, and it's that guy again, slick back hair. Yep, but millionaire slick back. Oh, he millionaire did. slick back. He did. Not it wasn't the kind of slick back that these greaser guys were doing. Yeah, no, it no, was no. like it was went, like it was like eighties Wall Street slick yeah, back. It was, yeah, it was it was Gordon Gecko. Yeah, it was like Gordon Gecko. Five hundred dollar haircut yeah. slick back. Let me ask you this: I can't remember. Maybe you remember? Did he have the the suit with no tie? No, I think he wore. Did a tie. he have a tie? Because that that's ultimate baller. Status. I think he wore a tie. No tie. I have to look at the clip. I All can't right. remember. He probably did have the tie. But I love that scene because Cage walks in, and to me, like that was vintage Cage, yeah, classic Cage, where he goes in there and he's just he's overacting, he's hamming it up, but in a good yeah. way. Yeah. I, I thought that was awesome. Total I loved Cage that move, scene. Right? That was definitely one of my favorites. Yeah. I just thought the way that he was talking like a rich like wanker is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It, I went through some of mine as we were talking through this. One was Kalitri's woodworking. I love the Memphis uh, leather jacket thing. Yeah. And the, another thing we were, we, we were going to get into this is uh, talk about the lack of technology for yeah. technology's sake. Yeah. How about the fingerprints? What did you like about the fingerprints? I thought that that was so stupid. So what, who said what? It like was, it was like uh, Bernie was, Mac was was going out back and he was like, oh, we need some gloves. Or so one of the guys was like, yeah. I need some gloves. I forgot I, my latex gloves. And... Which is a simple thing. I mean, yeah. go down to the dollar store and get yeah. a pack. Everybody's got latex gloves. But, I mean, they work in a car shop. Don't they yeah. have them? He was in the auto body restoration. Yeah. Didn't they have gloves there? Yeah, they got the blue things, right? Yeah, the yeah. blue gloves. So, yeah. I, I thought that that was funny. So, then Mirror Man comes out and he's like, no, no, we got the hotness, man. We got the new technology. And he he, he shows him paint on fingerprints. Yeah, it looks like jelly. It looks like petroleum jelly. <laughs> but it, it's like... It's the most unnecessary yeah. use of technology in yeah. the entire movie. It skeeved me out watching him apply this to his hand. <laughs> but what it, about the handprint? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you don't need gloves, man. We got this fingerprint yeah. thing. It's like, they, what about so their hand? It's unnecessary. Like, usually technology makes your life simpler. This is just more disgusting and more cumbersome. Right? I just thought that that was... Yeah. The dumbest use of technology in the yeah. movie. I mean, they could yeah. have, they could have, instead of having Mirror Man go and act like a pimp, yeah. they could have hacked the the closed circuit television. That would have been right. a great use of technology. But they have this guy like, hey man, we got we got the new fingerprints. <laughs> so I, I thought that was that, that it was one of my worst, but also one of my yeah. favorite scenes. And also, uh, what real quick, but the one of the last scenes was yeah. um, 
where Kalitri gets tossed off, kicked off by yeah. Cage as he's saving Detective Castleback's life because Kalitri had had Castleback dead to rights. Yeah. So he kicks him off, and then he's they're at a standoff because now Castleback has has Memphis. He can turn him in, right? He has him red handed. Yeah. And then he goes into that crazy speech of, I know why I came back, man. A brother's love is a brother's love. Go. <laughs> you mean you, you tore this trying to shreds with that little escapade of yours with Eleanor. Eleanor's you, the name of his car. You and your little Eleanor. You and your little Eleanor. Like, so poorly delivered, but such a good, it's a good speech. It was a great speech. Poorly delivered. I feel like yeah. any other actor yeah. could have delivered that better. So then he's basically, go on, get out of here before I change my mind. Go. Go. So... He's been shirking his police work. He's been <laughs> interfering with with uh, with investigations for murder of this mob boss. And then he just lets the guy go. How many people died for him yeah. to let him go? Just put the cuffs on that guy. I don't care he saved your life. Arrest that man. <laughs> he totally is the worst cop of and you all know time. What? Cage, uh, Memphis would have been fine with it because he came back to save his little brother's life. Not his life, but I digress. Oh, man. So I think that's a great scene. We could talk about what worked and what didn't. I mean, there's a few things that work great. I think we kind of talked about those already. Um, what what didn't work for you quickly? Like, was there something in here that you didn't think worked well? Yeah. yeah first of all, and, and most glaringly to me was um, watching this back now was Angelina Jolie's role. It's yeah. not what she did. It's what was written in for her. It seemed like a tack on, didn't it? I felt it? like it was a total tack on. I felt like that character didn't exist until they were about ready to film. And they were like, you know what? We need another big name on this movie poster. Who are we going to get? We need it. How about... The, the movie didn't need a love interest because yeah. it had the brother thing. Yeah. I feel like brother, that was enough emotion. Hey man, a brother's love is yeah. a brother's love. A brother's love is a brother's love. <laughs> <laughs> a brother's so, love is... I felt like Jolie's character was tacked on and unnecessary. Yeah. And it kind of didn't make much sense i think she was featured prominently on the poster she too, was. right i mean it, yeah it, it's, she's, she's she sells, woman. sells yeah. tickets man uh what else uh there's a masterpiece subplot yeah that Master was kind of crappy 90s rapper mogul no limit records uh he was like a rival gang member who back in when memphis was boosting cars in the past i guess they you're led to believe that they were at odds that they that memphis ended up done him dirty so masterpiece he's a back on the scene and he tries to get him and Memphis makes him look foolish a couple times and then yeah. eventually gets the guy arrested. That, that, like, was, that was like 10 minutes of the movie here and there that could have been completely cut. It was unnecessary. I, it was trying to be comedic, but yeah. it wasn't really funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, it I, didn't even work. Like It wasn't even good for comedy's sake. I have two things. The one was the, the trope of Vinnie Jones not talking until the last scene <laughs> where he does like the most eloquent speech. Yeah. Of, he's speaking like old English. At the barbecue. Like yeah. Shakespearean <laughs> acting, which yeah. at the end of any heist or anything, obviously you have to have a barbecue, yeah. right? Like, cook, it, yeah. cook it in the car. Auto on, grilling the car out, on, on the car engine. Yeah. <laughs> That's like such a thing, you know. Yeah. You've completed the heist. You gotta go have a cookout at the at yep. the the auto autos auto shop. Burgers and dogs. They got every condiment yeah. ever on the table. Yeah. They're sipping Coronas. Yeah. The other thing that I thought was kind of dumb was I didn't understand, and maybe maybe there's people out there that can un- help me understand that in in the year I think it was filmed in 2000, right? Yeah. There was three cars on the list of cars on the ladies. Yeah. The list of ladies. So every car had a lady's name. Yeah, and yeah. I think that the three that stood out to me were a 2000 i mean there's there's like lamborghinis yeah. there's ferraris there's all the know, hotness yeah porsches yeah. all these crazy cars and then you've got a 2000 GMC, gmc yukon wait a minute i'm not saying that's a crappy car that's a nice car right. but 
it's a Yukon. Come on, man. Like, couldn't they just get that anywhere? I, Why does Kalichi want that? Who wants this? They're who not wants, chopping them. Who wants, they, they want them. Who wants to steal that? Is that a collector's item? That makes no sense to me. And then you've got a 2000 Toyota Land Cruiser. Ooh. I mean, a little more exotic is the Volvo Turbo Wagon R. Which, well, a, a bob wagon? Yeah. I mean, come on. Hey, it's a safe car. You know, we got to steal it. No, I think. And the other thing, too, is. There's like really crazy, like exotic names for some of the exotic ones. Yeah. And these three cars, I'll, t- I'll tell you, the Yukon's name is Megan. The the Land Cruiser's name is Kathy. And the, the Volvo's name is Lisa. Yeah. Not not a bad name. It's just, it's very regular very names. regular right? girl next door names. It's not like Natasha. Yeah. It's not sexy. It's it's no, it's no Madeline. Yeah. It's, it's not Sasha. Nadine. Yeah. Nadine, the, the Ferrari's 275. Yeah. So anyway, I, those those are two things that didn't work for me. Did yeah. that ruin the movie? No, I no. still love this movie. I absolutely love this movie. Real quick, I have a question. Before we get into some cast changes here, I have one final question yeah. for you off the cuff here. Kip Raines, right? Yeah. He gets saved by his brother sure. at the end of the movie. So Memphis, they're all cooking out. They're having a great time. Kip buys him Eleanor, his long-lost car. <laughs> the piece yeah, of crap junker. Yeah, what is it? Uh, it's a Shelby GT500. It's a Shelby 500. GT 500, yeah. So it's all junked out. They're going to fix it up. Buys yeah. the car. Total gratitude for his services, right? He, he thought he stole it too, which is hilarious. Yeah, right. So, and then Memphis drives off to the sunset with uh, with Sway. Jolie Jolie. Credits roll, right? Yeah. How long until Kip screws up again? I'm giving it like two days. How long? Does Kip learn his lesson? And if not, how long until he commits another crime? Listen, this dude doesn't know how to live, okay? Yeah. Like, he, they, there was this part in the beginning of the movie where they're like, oh, dad died, so we had no choice but to boost cars. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's what you gotta do. <laughs> like, I, and I'm not, like, I'm not trying to belittle the fact that they didn't have a father figure, you know? Yeah. But it's like, they really simplified it in the dialogue. Yeah, hey. It's like, I know people mm-hmm. that, like, if you, if you do not have a father figure yet, sometimes they say you could get into trouble, yeah, right? Right. So they didn't have, you know, a, yeah. a, a person watching off. Their mom was working all the time. Yeah. But it's like, oh, we dad died. We had no choice. Yeah. All we had to do was boost cars yeah, now. We had, to, we had to make some money somehow. And, hey. So yeah. that's all he knows. Uh, yeah. You know, that's all he knows. Okay. And as much as Memphis wants to settle down with Sway and have a family, have little Memphises and yeah. whatever, I feel like his brother's totally getting in trouble so, yeah. again. <laughs> And that's where Gone in 61 Seconds gone, or Gone, gone in 50, 59, 59 Seconds. 59, yeah. I don't know. It's it's either faster or one slower, but <laughs> it, I think that's where that would come in. But I, I give it like a couple days. I agree. He I doesn't agree. know how to make money. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he, he probably he, got the thing from Kalitri's Junkyard. Yeah, he didn't learn anything. He didn't buy it. Yeah. He says he bought it. Yeah. He got that from Kalitri's yeah, Junkyard. he totally did. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That's good. So I put this list together here of changing out actors. We Ooh. don't have to go through all of them. I just... Yeah. I kind of thought, okay, if you could recast this movie, would it be better or worse, or what? What would it be? You know, um, I have a couple different people for for the lead roles. I have Tom Cruise as a guest. So, like, if All Tom right. Cruise was in this movie, this movie would be a blockbuster, right? Yeah, I, I agree, but I don't think it fits Tom Cruise because he's it's a little too. I don't know, like not mainstream, but a little too fun loving. I yeah, mean, not that I, Tom Cruise can't have some fun, but yeah, I feel like he's at this. His, he takes his action movies a little more seriously, I feel. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. It kind of had a blend of yeah. action like He'll fun. do some comedy. And, but that's and comedy. Later comedy. in his career, he does little goofy things here and there. But I feel like it's too fun-loving for him. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I also had, um, like, George Clooney 
um, Jason Statham, and that was kind of before them. But yeah. George Clooney, George, might... I can see George Clooney be it. That, yeah. Actually, that's a good that's a good get, George Clooney. If George you don't Clooney. have Nicolas Cage, because so I feel like I read somewhere that Bruckheimer's producer of this movie, yeah. he like they they made they were making this movie with Cage in mind before they signed Cage to this movie. They were right. writing this character like, oh, this is going to be Cage. We know we can get them. We're writing it for Cage, and it's not outright a remake because I think they changed the story, right? But yeah, it, it's yeah. based it's, off of it's the based old off one, of, of an older the classic. Movie. Yeah, it's a rebooting. I think another one that you told me before about was a guy who was in movies like this at the time. Yeah, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. I feel like he wasn't old enough though at this no, point. No, he wasn't old enough. But if we're going like if this movie were made ten years later, it's the type of movie that he. I would could be totally in. see Keanu Reeves doing this. Absolutely. I think he would. He would do well in that role too. You yeah. Know? No. Yeah. I think he would nail it. I think he would. Yeah. So I mean, some people may say this movie's terrible, and I can't disagree with you, but I like it. It has a know? lot of flaws. It does. Um, in the Rubisi role. The, the screw-up brother role. Yeah. I said Jared Leto. Like, uh-huh. I know that it's kind of too early for him, and he's probably too much of a good actor. Yeah. But he was in Fight Club, you know? I know. But that was still a semi-serious... Art like, House he film. He took himself seriously in that role. He's not a sellout, okay? No. But yeah, he's he's an actor, and I feel... He and Rabisi have this indie cred to them. Yeah. But I feel like Leto's a little bit more on the... He would look, he would look down his nose at this movie, If they made it today, could you see... Joseph Gordon-Levitt in this role. That's that's a perfect get right there. Or like Aaron. That's, no, you know who it would be? Yeah. It would be Aaron Paul. Yeah, no, today. Yeah, yeah that's that's it. It's over. It would Casting definitely over, be Aaron Jesse Paul. Pinkman. Sure, absolutely. But I, I mean, if they were going a little different, I could see JGL as one would say. Ooh. James Franco is a little. He's probably too. Yeah, I don't know Franco. He's a little too goofy. I can't see him. And that's you what know. about Shia LaBeouf? <laughs> Or That's ben, another one. No, yeah. actually, Shia Buff might be a better a better move than what's his face, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah, yeah, because he's like way off the deep end. Yeah, he kind of looks like Shia Buff would be snapping more snapping more jokes back at him. He's done the slick back hair thing. Yeah. he was he was in Wall Street too. You know, he has some experience there. What about Angelina Jolie's role? Do you think they could have cast anybody else? See, what I was thinking when I was watching it. Um, see, this is maybe this is a little uh, left to center here, but I was thinking Halle Berry. I could see at, that during this point in time in her career, because she was in Halle like Berry. Swordfish at this, like yeah, around Swordfish. this time. Swordfish. She was in things. a lot of crappy action movies. I would consider this a crappy because this was, I mean, this was made for a lot of money. It was, I don't want to call it a crap. I, I take that back. <laughs> but I she mean, was in these types of. movies. I'm sure we're gonna get people telling us that it was a crappy action movie. I, I mean, I liked it, but, but I, damn it, if you don't enjoy it, yeah, I still right? can't. I can't that's disagree. Why, with that's that. why we're doing this. Like, They're bad, but we love yeah, them. Right? But we love it anyway. It's like a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Yeah, I could see her. What you do you know, think? I also had um, the girl from The Craft. I don't know how the hell to say her name. The Dirty Girl. Yeah, Faruza She's Balk. got like the raspy voice. Yeah, she's in uh, yeah. Water, uh, Water Boy. Water Boy, yeah. yeah. I yeah. could see her. Like, she's probably not big enough for that. It, like no. you said, it was Attack on Roll. But she, that, was like the, that was like the quintessential yeah. alternative girl yeah. for 90s movies. Uh, Nev Campbell doesn't really work. I no, don't know. yeah, she's a little too serious. Past her time. If they did yeah. it today, I could see it being Megan Fox. Although she's too young. Maybe that's a little like rapey. Yeah, yeah, because you got to be the love interest of the older guy. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I also, you know, who could do it? Cersei Lannister, the, the Lena Headey. Like she would yeah, do that now. I could, I could see that. She's kind of like the new Jolie. Yeah. No, yeah, but with a little bit of an accent going on, it'd be very yeah. sexy. I like that. What about what about Kalitri? Who would you? Who do you think? Like back then, who yeah. would you pick? I'll tell you what. We were talking about this before. It's Christian Bale. Like before Christian Bale Bale's was the guy. Because before Bale was. Batman and before Bale was winning Oscars and yeah. nominated for Golden Globes, he was the bad guy in, in um, Shaft. Shaft, right? that's right. Shaft. 
Yeah. And like American Psycho. Yeah, he was an American too. Psycho. And American Psycho is kind of where he jumped off. But it was very goofy role, but it was also very serious. He could play a killer. He could have been Kalitri. He has the Welsh accent. Yeah. Very yeah. thick. I actually love that. Yeah, I, the Ford the Ford thing going for him. Plus, he's a bigger guy. He looks if like he was a, in shape the way he was in shape in American Psycho. He could have been a more imposing character. Would he have run down, run, run in his shop with naked with a chainsaw? Yeah, no, he would have. He would have been shirtless during that scene <laughs> where, he, where he took him through the lair. But. What about like Otto? I, Otto Otto's, you know? Yeah. Like I think you said to me, who'd you Otto say? Was Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. Yeah, that, throw that in for Gene Hackman. It's better if it's Gene Hackman. That actually works. Yeah. But is it replacements Gene Hackman or is it like Lex Luthor Gene Hackman? Oh, it's from, replacements Gene Hackman all the way. Like with the hat and yeah. everything. Yeah. Could coach he do this coach like, of the generals yeah. he does kind of have the same hair they have like the horseshoe but they have the skullet going on like yeah. the horseshoe skullet like <laughs> yeah. slick back slick back skullet that's a, that's, like the Hogan hair Hulk yeah, Hogan yeah, hair yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. he wears the bandana to cover up the fact yeah. that he doesn't have any hair yeah, on the but top it's, but it's like straight grease what yeah. about Castlebeck I, I thought Billy Bob Thornton not I, to like cast uh, Jolie's like husband no, or whatever yeah. I'll tell you what if Billy Bob Thornton was Castlebeck this movie would be infinitely better it would be more well respected it would have been better reviewed i feel like he could have handled it too he yeah. would have been really good yeah it would have been great i i like him and i thought olafar was great by himself no he was good he he had the the perfect like i'm a rookie but i'm i'm way better than this idiot who's yeah. doing this i totally should be doing this guy's job vibe you yeah, know right so who's his equivalent in your mind in this role uh i had a couple people okay and i I guess originally it could have been Jeff Daniels. I, that's probably a terrible choice, actually, thinking back on All it. Right. But if they did it today, if yeah. they did this today and redid this movie, it would be Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. That's that's who I would pick. That's perfect, actually. <laughs> because I feel like he kind of, he, I mean, he did it in American Hustle. He's sort of like the cop that was trying to, you know, do his thing. Yeah. But I, I love, like, I don't know if this goes too, too into detail, but I feel like after this movie's over in a sequel... Castlebeck gets fired immediately. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Oliphant takes his job immediately. <laughs> like he was waiting for Castlebeck yeah. to just screw up. Like he wasn't telling him to stop the whole time yeah. because he knew that he was going to get fired from this. So it was just one of those and situations. Castlebeck, he falls into hard times, tries to boost some cars for Kalitri's understudy. He's in trouble. Memphis. Who, who does he know that could get him out of trouble? Boosting Memphis. cars. Gone to 59. God. There it is. <laughs> Castlebeck, yeah, he falls on hard times. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that would be way too perfect. Yeah, can there be a sequel to this movie? I think we should write one. Yeah. I, I challenge everyone listening like, to write to write one. Like I know they make a sequel to everything, and some of it's direct to DVD. This but, would definitely be. But is this like DVD. like realistically? Can they make a sequel to this movie, or is it a little uh, bit too like one one off? I think they could. I mean, I think it would be one of those situations. Yeah. It would have to be someone else is in trouble. Memphis yeah. hung it up. Yeah. I mean, they did it with the fast movies. They right. have like what? Seven. They're going to be eight. Yeah. This, now? yeah. They're, they're uh, releasing seven. Yeah. So making eight. And I, if you would have asked me at the end of fast one, could they make a second? Yeah. I would have said, hell no. <laughs> and then true. after you would have asked me at the end of the second one, yeah. I would have said, hell no. Yeah. I'll tell you what though. I remember specifically very vividly being in the theater for fast two. Yeah. Before it started, it was like a midnight screening. A friend of mine was working at the theater, and I was like, "This movie's gonna suck." It's just why are they making this? So they got Tyrese. Like, what do they got? What do they got going on? <laughs> they don't even have Vin Diesel in this movie. It's gonna be terrible. Watched it, walked out, was blown away. Kind of loved, loved it. it. Right? I loved it loved too. It. See, there's something to be said about these movies, and I this these are the type of movies that we're gonna be doing on here. Like, yeah, yeah the critics might not have loved it, but maybe there's something in there that shows you that you really. You really like it. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I think it's it would be kind of fun to create a sequel to this. I 
gone, uh, gone in 59 or gone in 61. Um, you know, I challenge everyone listening to go create one, leave it, <laughs> leave it in the comments on, on the blog for this, for this podcast. Sure. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else you want to say about this movie? I, what final thoughts? I don't know. I just would like to say that I feel like this movie's better now than what it was when I watched it first 15 years ago. Yeah. I think it still holds up. I think there's a reason why it's on TNT every three months or so. Yeah. Still circulating on like what? Encore Showtime. Yeah. It shows on Encore a lot. Yeah. Still circulates on those channels and there's a reason for it. Some of those movies disappear. Like I know we mentioned like a movie like Swordfish, right? Yeah. Like the movies like that, like it just it goes into obscurity. It's gone. You don't really see it anymore. This movie, movie keeps popping up on, on regular TV and there's a reason for that it. That says something. It's got seeds. It's got seeds that'll suck you in for a half hour at a time. And that's that's what it's all about. And to me, I, I think that is the silver lining. Yeah. I mean, that to me is why I really like this movie. It's got cage and that's all you need. Yeah. Well, look, if you like the show, stay tuned for more. We're going to be doing this from some for some time, you know, some time on. Um, let us know what movies you guys want to watch. Yeah, if, please. If you want to watch something and, and you want us to watch it too, we could do a show on it. Let us know. No matter how obscure, well, don't make it too obscure, but I yeah. mean, just give us give us a shout. We, we would like to do this with your requests. So yeah. please go by all means. So send us an email, thelastrowpodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at thelastrowpod. Look for us on Facebook. We have a Google Plus page. And again, as we said in the beginning of the show, call and leave us a voicemail. Whatever you want to say, let us know what you think about the movie. Leave us a voicemail about your ending of this movie, however you want to see Rewrite it. Rewrite this thing. Yeah, it's a 415-779-5278. Um, and you can also find that number on the website. 415-775-LAST. LAST. And if you like what we do, head on out to iTunes. Give us a five-star seven review. Seven-star review. <laughs> Give us a seven-star review. Um, and uh, leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. So you can tell us we suck <laughs> as long as you give us the seven stars. So, don't I'm tell all, us we suck. We're, you know, we'll cry. I, I'm all or about I, I will. I'll cry. So anyway, this is very fun. Let's keep doing it. Let's keep going. See ya. See ya. See ya.